A Royal Family Kids Camp fosters resiliency, self-esteem, hope, and positive memories for kids that have been or are part of the foster care system. Now, every year there are a number of Royal Family Kids Camps taking place in Nebraska, offering life-giving activities throughout the five-day experience. Mark Thingvall has spent more than two decades volunteering at these camps. Now, this morning, we are really excited to connect with Mark about how he sees God working through this ministry. Mark, welcome back to the conversation. Yeah, thank you very much. Good to be here. Yeah, so we're going to talk ultimately about Royal Family Kids Camp. Some people, this would be the first time they've heard those words, but we're going to get them very familiar with it throughout the morning. But uh, you've been involved with just the foster care world for quite a while now. It's been 20 years. So why? Like, what got you involved with foster care in the first place? One of the reasons we're talking is what got me involved was Royal Family Kids Camp. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I actually um, had friends that were involved leading Royal Family Kids Camp in Lincoln, Nebraska, Mm -hmm. and I'm in Omaha. And we got to talk in and watching what they were doing and they're inviting us to be a part of it. And and they ended up saying, hey, you know, Omaha doesn't have one of these camps yet that ministers (laughs) to kids in the system. Maybe you guys should consider that. And I, I remember my wife, Jenny, and I were talking and both of us were saying, okay, we don't really know much about foster care. We didn't grow up around someone doing foster Mm -hmm. care. We didn't grow up around uh, even having friends that were in the system or anything. And so coming to know this ministry, which is basically what Royal Family Kids Camp does is empowers a local church to put on a summer camp for kids that are in the foster care system in their community. And it's it's a place to invite them out to have a great time and have fun during the week, but also really engage them with the truth of the gospel and God's love for them and him as a heavenly father for them and in a place of fatherlessness many times, right, in the in that system. So uh, we got wind of that vision, and because of that, learned about what is it like to be in foster care. You started already talking about Royal Family Kids Camp, giving us a little bit of a picture of it. So go a little bit deeper. Yeah, uh, Royal Family Kids Camp started a little over 30 years ago in California. There was a, a pastor and his wife who had been doing summer camp ministry for kids in their church, and uh, because of the relationship with the campground they went to, they got to talking about, what if we did this unique week? Uh, we have this opportunity maybe do something special for a certain segment of our population. And they said, how about kids in foster care? Hmm. So they went from just experimenting that hmm. one week, that one summer and that, oh, this is really unique. We get all these kids together from our community that have the same background that we could really tailor the program and the schedule and the lessons and the interactions in a very special way to meet their needs. Um, the needs of a, a child who's been abused and neglected, of a child who doesn't have maybe parental figures they can look up to and uh, and just really bring God's truth very uniquely tailored to their situation uh, and meet their needs in a in a really specific way. So it went from that, uh, them at their one church experimenting to this idea of almost like a ministry franchise, if you will. They got really good at training and empowering other churches to start these camps around them in California, and then it spread across the country. Um, now, Royal Family Kids Camp has uh, 240 wow. camps around the country, mm. uh, the United States, and then 12 other countries involved around mm. the world wow. as well. A few years back, the parent organization, the nonprofit that runs Royal Family Kids Camp, changed their name to For the Children. And the founder actually used to sign all of his letters and all of his communication for the children, for the children. And so they've called it that now, For the Children. And it it broadens a little bit beyond just camps. There's mentoring, there's uh, foster care sort of support and awareness for churches and that kind of stuff. So it's called For the Children across the the country. Uh, But Royal Family Kids Camp is kind of their flagship program still of local churches uh, learning how to put on a really 
really great camp for kids in the foster care system. Mark, you've been involved with the Royal Family now for 20 years, and it's a volunteer role. And I know that uh, you and, and your wife, Jenny, pour yourself out for it uh, throughout the year, but then you know very intensely for leading up to that and then executing that week long. And uh, it's all volunteer. What about it as you got involved with Royal Family? What keeps you involved? What, what makes you where you pour yourself out like that for those kids on an annual basis for the last 20 years. Yeah, I think back to the first experience I had, which was that they call it director's training. If you're going to lead a camp, you go and you watch a camp and you learn and, and you kind of have classroom along the way and you you experience what's happening during the week. And I remember going into uh, one of the cabins with the kids uh, for the first time. And that was the first time I had really had personal one-on-one interactions with a child who'd been a victim of abuse and neglect that, that I was aware of. You know, you get to know this child. I remember the shift in my head from, oh, this is a news issue, a headline I've heard of, hmm. st- statistics, right? To here's this little boy, his name's Danny. He's sitting across from me. He's wanting to hear, you know, a Bible story read to him as he goes to sleep, because that's what we've been talking about that day and opening up the book and trying to read it to him and connect with them. And and uh, just realizing these are these are just kids. These are precious kids that have been mistreated and spoken lies to and told that they're worthless. And really, there's an opportunity to speak to them in such a tender way, in such a meaningful way, uh, because like all kids, they're kind of like sponges, right? Ready mm-hmm. to absorb things. And these kids have absorbed so many bad things and evil things uh, in many cases, right? As they've gone through abuse and neglect to where it's such an opportunity just to fill them up with truth and with God's love and with uh, this vision for what their life could be uh, as they would come into God's family. So Mark, talking about Royal Family Kids Camp this morning, week-long camp, ministering to kids in foster care. We talked earlier, all this trauma that's been put on those kids that they've walked through in their young lives, all kinds of hurt and all the things that have gone on in their life. And you're trying to tell me that one week of camp makes a difference? And that's actually become kind of a slogan for us who do a real family kids camp, right? One week can make a difference hmm. uh, at the at the very minimum level. If they only come once, if you only are with them for five days of summer camp, what happens there in a child's heart is to look around and see Oh, this is possible in life to be around adults who appreciate me and who love me and a positive experience is possible. Uh, So it opens up a new window of opportunity for them and uh, seeds of God's truth that are planted, right? His word does things in a child's heart over time. And so even if they never came back again uh, for that experience of receiving love in a really positive environment, hearing truth that goes with that, that can be setting them on a different trajectory of what could be possible in their life. But in a better scenario, our policy is with the camps, we invite kids back once they've come once. So many times we get them for two summers, three summers, four summers at the Royal Family Kids Camp level. And then after they graduate up into middle school, Teen Reach Adventure Camp or Track Camp is an offshoot of Royal Family that, again, is a nonprofit now working around the country with lots and lots of camps. And those are for foster teens. And so we can graduate them onto a, a track mm-hmm. camp and they can then hear another summer, another summer. And we've heard many, many times over the years, kids and caregivers of the kids that say all week, all year long, they're waiting for that one week of summer camp again. And they're asking, is it now? When is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you sign up yet? Am I going? When is camp? And uh, so, yes, it's just a week, but uh, you make such an impact because you're away out of the normal context and you're having relationships that are very positive and very encouraging. Lots of God's truth mixed in with songs and with drama and with activities. And then at the teen level, they're talking adult 
type conversations and planning out your life and what what are your what are your goals and and there's lots of things that happen in that progression and both Royal Family and Team Rich Adventure Camp have mentoring programs as well that mm. that churches can sign on and say yep all during the course of the year uh, let's meet once a month let's meet every couple of weeks go out and do life mentoring kind of stuff and have clubs and things that happen during the school year as well so Mark we were talking conceptually a few moments ago about the impact that one week has on the life of a kid right but let's talk about a kid give us a story of just a life that was changed through that one week yeah i think of a a young man now who was a boy at the time named gerard and uh, he came to camp and uh, he got to know greg who was his his camp counselor this was at our omaha royal family camp and uh, very quickly after camp said okay that mentoring thing you talked about i want to do that this is a special kid really invest in him so they started connecting right away and gerard really became an extended part of greg's family as he he was invited to uh, greg's kids weddings as they mm-hmm. grew up and and got married he was invited to their annual summer camp outs as a family that they always did in Memorial Day, you know, and, and these different parts of life. Uh, Gerard then started working for Greg in his in his small business, uh, you know, on and off at, at times. And there's just been this connection and he's been able to walk with him uh, little by little from that third, fourth grader at the time at summer camp to now a young adult who's still finding his way in the world. And there's a lot of sort of baggage and process that comes through dealing with, okay, I grew up in the foster care system and how does that look in my adult life now? There's a lot of transitions, a lot of learning that needs to happen. But Greg's been so patient with him over the years to say, all right, hey, you, you might have disappeared for a little bit, but now you're coming back and I'm still going to love you un- unconditionally. And I'm going to help you through that next stage. And let's figure out your driver's license and let's figure out your, your work trajectory here, what you're going to do. And um, so just that process of, yeah, it was one week, but it made this special connection that then kept has carried on for uh, years and years now. Mark, we talk often and, and rightly so specifically about Royal Family Kids Camp and the impact it has on kids. But God has this way of of using those experiences in the lives of those who are actually serving as well. So first of all, specifically for you, like how are you different because of your involvement with Royal Family Kids Camp? How's God impacted your life? My wife and I have really been transformed over the last couple of decades of being involved with this ministry from don't really know much about foster care, child abuse, or any of that, and really uh, ignorant of that issue in our in our world, uh, to now a place where we're both strong advocates for caring for these kids that come from difficult places. And it's impacted our own life and our home every day because about six or eight years into the journey of leading summer camp, we thought, well, I think it's time for us as a family to try doing foster care in our own home. We obviously had that heart in our summertime service, but decided our own biological kids were at an age where we were ready to jump in and do that. We got our training, we got licensed, we started taking kids into our own home. And through that process, then some of those kids went back with their own biological families. And that was a, a great thing. And uh, two of those kids in separate occasions over a period of four or five years have stayed with us and become our own children. Life is so different even daily for us now than it was decades ago as we didn't even know about the issue. Now, each day in our own home, we are raising two kids that have come out of this background, which has its own unique challenges. Stan, it's it's a, a journey that is not easy. And when somebody asks me, hey, I, I really want to do that. That sounds special. I say, yes, it's very special. It's 
also very challenging. It's right. also very hard, but it's really rewarding too. Our hearts and lives are drawn so close to the Lord because in difficult circumstances, you lean into Him even more. And that's been such an opportunity for us to say, yeah, life would look a lot different if we hadn't gone on this journey of foster care and adoption in our own family, in our own home. But I think we would be at risk of just kind of doing life on our own strength and just taking a normal path. And uh, this has been an adventure He's called us to, but He's taught us so much through it and made us so learn so much about dependence on Him in the midst of it. You know, Mark, I know I've processed for myself and, and got insights about God based on me being a parent. And I'm just curious, any insights that you've gotten from being either a foster parent or being involved with foster kids through the Royal Family Kids Camp? Is there some new, uh, different aspect about who God is that uh, you, you I don't know that I would have understood this part of God, this attribute of God, had I not been on this journey? I think of God's grace and his mercy, sort of that cycle of forgiveness and things I'm, I'm receiving that I don't deserve from him. Yes, as a parent, our own biological children, we had, we had already been raising when we started this journey, but we multiplied a hundred times figuring out how do I keep giving grace? How do I keep forgiving? How do I keep being uh, gentle and, uh, and guiding this child who is kind of just keeps kicking me in the shins, you know, and I... <laughs> <laughs> throwing tantrums and kicking me in the shins. And yet as a father, earthly father, I say, no, you know what? You're, you're still my child. I'm still, I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to keep guiding you and keep shepherding you the right direction and be, be uh, patient over time for you to develop and mature. And so spiritually, I turn around and go, wow, heavenly father, so many times I get so disgruntled and keep kicking you in the shins and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not responding to you in the way that that I should because of your your grace toward me. And yet you keep on forgiving, you keep on guiding me and uh, patiently walking me through things that I need to learn over time. So 20 years of involvement with Royal Family Kids Camp, Mark, tell me what's your favorite or most profound or most memorable experience in those 20 years of volunteering and serving at a very intense level with Royal Family Kids Camp here in Nebraska? A one-on-one -on -one interaction with a child that I will never forget was actually our very first year. And, and maybe that's why it's so memorable. Mm -hmm. um, I was the new director of the camp and I'm getting everything ready. And there was a little boy named Tommy. He was coming in to the registration and we give him a, a shirt to say, you're one of the gang now and here's your real family shirt and here's your stuff. And we're going to go on the bus and we're going to head out to camp. And Tommy and I kind of hit it off in the registration a little bit. And he's carrying this little green teddy bear with him everywhere he goes. And, and you know, in elementary school, you don't often just cling to a little teddy bear, uh, but some kids do, and Tommy was. And so I was like, hey, that's that's cool. I love your teddy bear, you know? And so he says, hey, will you sit by me on the bus? I said, sure. So we're riding the bus out to camp, and uh, he's like, teddy bear this, and teddy bear that, and teddy bear does this. And he called him Green Bear, actually. It was, it was a bright green teddy bear. Green Bear does this, and Green Bear does that. And I said, Tommy, Green Bear, it must be, this is really special to you. He said, yeah, Green Bear is the last thing my mom gave me before they took me away. Hmm. And I went from, hey, I'm just playing with this kid and we're talking about his teddy bear to, whoa, like stab me in the heart. This is the last memory you have of your biological mother and you will not let go of it. And he didn't. The whole week of camp, he held on to that bear. And the next year he came back and he was holding on to that bear. And I, I just this moment of like, what is it like to lose your mom? Hmm. And he had no to, no vote in the matter, right? And uh, but that was the circumstances he was in, and and to realize that that's a little bit of what it feels like to just be removed from uh, from family, and how God has put us together to want to be in relationship and want to be in family and want to receive that love and that connection. And so 
to very start out our time in ministry working with these kids and have such a poignant story like, this is this bear I'm clinging to when I saw my mom, the last thing she gave me. Mark, people listening this morning, they're hearing the stories. Maybe God's nudging on their heart a little bit about this. It might be an area that they need to get involved with. What could that look like? Yeah. Thankfully, in Nebraska, there's plenty of opportunities around us for Real Family Kids Camp and for Teen Reach Adventure Camp. Thankfully, there's a lot of people who have kind of taken up the call and are are working on this around the state. I know as a camp director for the last 20 years, you know, God provides the funding. It's not easy, but like one way or another, like it all comes together every year. Certainly, there are plenty of kids available in the system that need and want to come to a camp like this. The hardest thing for me as a director every year is getting the right number of adults that are Jesus-loving, qualified, ready to go and minister, and available for that full week to come out and serve. And so I would say for any of the camp directors around the state to get a note that says, hey, count me in, I want to go help, uh, that would be a a blessing to to them to have you walk through their process of applying and interviewing and training to participate in a Royal Family Kids Camp or a Teen Reach Adventure Camp. You can look around if you don't want to do the summer camp thing and just be a part of an organization like like a Christian Heritage, right, that does foster care in Nebraska. They're a great faith-based group that that is diving in and being an advocate for kids that are in the foster care system. Uh, you can train to be a foster parent. You can be a respite caregiver for someone who is a foster parent or an adoptive parent. There's lots of ways to plug in. I think you just have to start asking questions. Specifically with the rural family, is Nebraska saturated? All the camps that are needed in the state already started? Or is, is there also room for someone who says, I, I can't, maybe want to start one in my area if there isn't one? No, for sure. Nebraska is not saturated in terms of the number of camps we would need to invite all the kids that are in the foster care system to a summer camp uh, for with Row Family or with Track. Uh, no, there's room for growth there too. A higher level of commitment, obviously, than just coming and volunteering right. for a, a week of camp. But the For the Children organization that, that runs Row Family does a great job at training and they have all the information on their their website to, to click through and say, okay, how would I become a director? Um, you know, we're the only camp in the Omaha area right now, the one that, that I participate with and run out of Brookside Church. But especially in those higher population areas to be able to say, oh, no, we need multiple camps because each camp, we want it to be very personal and relational. So we take anywhere from usually 30 to 70 kids um, each summer at any one of these camps around our state. And so if you think of the numbers of kids in care in the thousands, uh, boys, it would take a lot of camps to really connect with each of them personally in a really uh, great environment like like a real family. Well, Mark, it is always so good to be able to connect with you. Thank you so much for all of the time that you have given to pointing children to the Lord through Royal Family Kids Camp. Really grateful that you were able to join us this morning. You bet. My pleasure.